Everyone, welcome to the Metro Hanoho podcast. I'm Cameron here with our newly minted lead pastor, Brandon Ahu. Brandon, hey everybody. You're in the bushes there. Are you live on location somewhere? I am. I'm out in the I'm out in the outback. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just got some office plants. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Great to see you, man. Man, you this is your first time on the podcast as the lead pastor of Metro Christian Church. How's it feel? Oh, that's weird. That's really weird. Yeah, for real. Hey, uh, sorry everybody that we missed you last week. Uh, we had our anniversary celebration. We were just recouping from an awesome weekend. If you guys missed it, um, you know, check us out online and you can see the entire service. But it was such an awesome weekend. And then it also feels like it was forever ago because so much has happened between now and then. Uh, but yeah, feeling pretty good. Lead pastor. It's got a strange ring to it. Yeah, super nice ring to it. You look even more lead pastor like now. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little more. Well, it was just an awesome 10th anniversary celebration, honoring your dad and even just installing you as the lead pastor and just a whole bunch of things going on. Since then, my gosh, it just feels like the world keeps turning and just events unfolding. Uh, right. You've just gone through so many things. One of this being this whole crisis in Ukraine and whatnot, just mm -hmm. heavy on lots of people's hearts. And you were talking even this weekend and various things uh, regarding the weekend service about just being strong and courageous in the midst of those sorts of things going on. I want to elaborate yeah. what you're been processing and feeling about all of this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the, the call in Joshua 1 to be strong and courageous is uh, always pertinent to wherever we find ourselves, especially in seasons of transition, like we are in as a church, or in times of uncertainty, like we are as a global, global people. I think everything happening in Russia and Ukraine um, really makes us stop and go, okay, hold on. Like, how are we supposed to act and operate and live? And when you look at the story of Joshua, uh, the command given to him by God is to be strong and courageous. As previously mentioned this past weekend, um, this wasn't new to Joshua. Uh, God had already told him that in Deuteronomy. Moses himself told Joshua to be strong and courageous. Uh, but Joshua's problem wasn't information. It was actually action. It was doing something about it. And I think, Cam, for uh, me and you and our listeners and viewers, uh, we know a lot of what we should be doing. I think the question is, are we actually going to do it? Mm -hmm. So... Joshua's charge is to be strong and courageous as he takes the people of God into new territory. And for me, um, the call is same uh, for me and my family, uh, for me and our church. And for you as a viewer, listener, wherever God has you, uh, fact of the matter is, is you've never been here at this place in your life before. It's all new. Some seasons of change are drastically different than others. Like if uh, you're a student and you're entering a new grade or a new era of school from middle school to high school, high school to college, et cetera. Or if you're a parent and your kid just made 12, that's a whole different ballgame than 10, right? Or, you know, vice versa being um, empty nesters for the first time. I know for Kara and I, it's always different because our kids are still young and there's a lot of development happening between these ages of, you know, two and five and everything like that. So we've never been here before. I think the call for us to be strong and courageous as we're in this season of change, transition, uncertainty um, is, is more relevant now than ever has been. Very true. And I love that encouragement. You've never been here before. And that means we just got to rely on God even so much more. I love how this weekend we were even encouraged to 
pray for all the things we were seeing in Ukraine and then even gave us some good action steps as far as getting the word of God in you. Uh, what do you think are just some really good basic steps for people in that sense in times of uncertainty and just feeling at a loss of what's going on? Like what, what some good things, action steps for them in regards to it? I think if you're in a time of uncertainty and it's really difficult and tough and confusing, um, it's really good to go back to basics. So in sports, coaches will often drill fundamentals, how to dribble the basketball, um, how to do a jump shot, uh, what you need to do in the fourth quarter when there's just uh, like 30 seconds left in the game, what route to run, how to block, just the basics. Because chances are when your body is tired, you need to go back to the basics. When you're emotionally spent, go back to your training. And I think for us as followers of Jesus, our training is found in God's word. So in Joshua 1, uh, between verses 7 through 9, God tells Joshua, uh, make sure that you keep this book of the law on your lips. So talk about the Bible, talk about scripture, right? Put scripture out in front of you. So it's not something you just read and internalize in your mind, but it's something that actually goes from your mind into your mouth, right? So you're saying it out loud and also you're internalizing it in your heart. So furthermore, Scripture says, meditate on this law day and night to, from God to Joshua. Cam, I think that means for us, like, we need to put God's word in our hearts. And the way that we do so is by getting into the Bible. So if you're not currently reading the Bible, if you don't have a Bible reading plan, there's so many opportunities available for you here at Metro. We follow a plan called Bible in One Year. And you can find out more about that at our website, metrochristianchurch.com. Uh, if you're like me and it's easier to read the Bible with people, then we have different connect groups that are available uh, that we'd love for people to get involved in so you can read it with people that are around you. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities to be growing together that way. Mm. I like what you said there about training well, because that's what we'll default to oftentimes, right? I remember when I played football, it was always the basic fundamentals of our footwork drills, of how we would run patterns or just block. It would kind of fall back onto how you practice. And I think a lot of following Jesus is about that. And reading the Bible, being in prayer, and also being in community with one another helps us to train really well, really well with that. And we have so many opportunities here at our church to do that. And I'm so glad to partner with other people to do that as well. Well, I know you misspoke, but I do think we should train really well because it's me and you on the podcast and we miss Willie, so. We really <laughs> miss Willie. <laughs> Yeah, we just bless our brother through this season of transitioning and uncertainty he's going through. Um, uh-huh. Having a newborn, right? Yeah. Totally different. <laughs> Completely different. And we just support him and Ashley through all of this. And we're just uh-huh. so proud of the young man, our father he's becoming. My gosh, we, we saw him on a Zoom, right? And we're just like seeing him, seeing Willie hold a baby. Man. That was that, weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> Small kind for me too. Seeing Willie hold his baby. Yes. <laughs> but as all our staff supporting said, he looks good on him. He, he looks very natural with it. So it does. Willie, yeah. if you're listening to this, we're proud of you, man. We are supporting you 100%. And we oh, love yeah. you and your family. That's for sure. Speaking <laughs> of which, uh, transitioning into just being a father and just all those things, even uh, through these times of uncertainty, there's there's almost like a strength that has to come with uh, that where we in that part of what Joshua is charged with being strong and courageous you want to elaborate more on that being strong like what does that mean yeah 
Cam, let me ask you a question. Hmm. What's the most you ever bench press? The most I've ever bench pressed. Yeah. Yeah. Brag right now to everybody oh. listening. Tell, oh, tell the world. Willie loves to tease me about this every so often. The most, the max I ever got up to was 365. That was my oh. max. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. That was that's about what? my freshman, sophomore year in college. I got up to 365. Bruh, that's unreal. <laughs> but at one point, at one point in my life, I was benching 415. Yeah, 4.15 p.m. every Monday, I was on the gym. And you could find me there at 4.15 on the bench press because everybody would come. And I was only benching like 95 pounds, but I was there at 4.15. So. <laughs> no, I, I got a big uh, giant muscle help friend who's in ministry who I who do, actually does bench 4.15. So I, I ran that joke on him. It was great. Um, it one thing about strength is funny is uh, we think about strength in terms of muscle, you know, what you can lift or how big you are, you know. Um, there's a lot of muscular people, right? But um, when God says Joshua be strong and courageous, it doesn't have much to do with muscle. It has much more to do with uh, just the metal of the person, the moral fiber that makes up the person. Funny story though, Cam, like um, in researching the message, there is something called hysterical strength. It's mm-hmm. what happens when um, a mother uh, sees their child crushed by a car and needs to lift the car, right? Mm-hmm or different things like that. And you can actually look that up, uh, Google it about hysterical strength and there's real life examples of that happening. Mm. A funny story, Jack Kirby, the comic book writer, illustrator, said he invented the Incredible Hulk after he saw mom lift a car to uh, get their baby, something like wow. that. So, but you know, for every episode of hysterical strength and there are few and far between, there's much more about just um, almost holy strength, if you will, like where God gives us the supernatural ability not to lift a car, uh, but to lift our heads higher, lift our hearts higher, because we get so bogged down in um, the details or the overwhelmness of the situation. So take Joshua, going back to his example. He's the, the next leader. He's the up and comer. He's not young anymore. He's, um, he's not a young 20-something, right? Uh, that was fighting in the times of the desert in Egypt. Um, but he's now tasked with leading the people after Moses has died. And the strength that Joshua is required to have for the people is one where God tells him three times, right? Be strong and courageous. Haven't I told you, right? Strong and very courageous. A lot of that has to do less with bicep and more to do with backbone. Um, Just the backbone that you have of, are you going to do what's right? Are you going to have the the, um, wherewithal to make the, do the right thing when stuff is difficult? Going back to the sports metaphor, to go back to your training, especially if your training is in the word to do what God wants you to do. And um, some of the strongest people that I know aren't necessarily gym rats or power lifters, but they're people who have decided to choose God's way instead of their own way when the going got tough. What do you think about that, Cam? I definitely resonate with that a lot, not just as true in my own life, but as seeing it in others. And we see it as this whole obedience to Christ as far as spiritual growth is concerned, because there's times where I want to go and do my own thing, like the flesh in myself just wants and desires after those sorts of things of this world. But in order to choose what God wants to live righteously under him, there comes a point where I need to be strengthened, strong to choose that and to mm. uh, follow him. Uh, I, I think about it, it takes strength to live as Jesus would. 
because it's easy to live as the world does to do whatever yeah. you want i think of like when i eat unhealthy or if i just want to be lazy it's easy to do that anyone can sit on a couch anyone can watch youtube or netflix for hours on end <laughs> but in order to like actually make some physical progress in our own life and physicality it takes hard work and it takes that yeah. strength and i think similarly in our spiritual life and growth there is that uh, strength that comes from the lord to do these things because i think of things where when in order to love my enemies as jesus tells us to that takes so much strength and it's not mm. within me that's yeah. that comes from the lord and that takes time yeah. spending time with him and being with him it takes strength for me to follow his way versus my own way and i i think there's a lot to be said in finding strength in our lord by trusting in him ultimately yeah. that his way is better i have a funny question i think everything you said is true but do you think jesus ate healthy <laughs> i mean i'm sure he ate a pretty i mean comparatively to what we eat right uh, oh yeah everything's as... compared to what we eat everything's healthy i don't think jesus had a drive-through <laughs> <laughs> It would have been kosher. I think it's good just about um, you know, his way and not our way. And sometimes that's the strongest thing you could do is it takes an internal strength yeah, um, to actually choose God's way over our own. Mm -hmm. I can think of multiple times in my life when um, in a moment of weakness, we, that's the phrase we use, right? A moment mm -hmm. of weakness. And it has nothing to do with how much I'm, I'm, I'm pressing in a, in a dumbbell, right? It's much more to do with my met my uh, moral fiber mm -hmm. of uh, falling back into sin or a moment of weakness where I said the wrong thing or reacted the wrong way, and I think um, to be strong and courageous is um, finding our strength in what God uh, equips us with. So it's not like we have to produce the strength, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of said this tongue in cheek, but as human beings, we only produce three things: makapia, pia, hanabara, and dandruff. But <laughs> God is the one that produces strength in us. And the message of a scripture isn't find the strength within you per se. It is to say, um, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever, as we referenced mm -hmm. in Psalms. Amen. So if God is the one that gives us strength, right? Um, all other places in scripture, just off the cuff, um, after the battle of Ziklag, David strengthened himself in the Lord. You know, um, when you think about this idea of, Samson, when his body was weak, he asked God for strength. God already given him that supernatural physical strength, right? Mm -hmm. um, other parts where Elijah's in the desert after the battle with the prophets of Baal and God sends ravens to feed him. God strengthens him through that process, you know? Mm -hmm. Just this idea of strength isn't something that has to come from you, but actually in your weakest moment is when you realize your need for strength. Mm -hmm. And that's where we reach out to the only one that can give us that strength. That's God. Yes. Totally, man. Amen. You kind of helped us define even that second part of being strong and courageous, like being courageous. And you kind of laid out some sort of things of like, God was with me and he will not fail. I'll trust him and encouraging us to even get in his word with that. You want to elaborate more? What does courage look like in a biblical sense or even for Joshua in this time? Mm. Well, Cam, what do you think? I want to hear your thoughts on this idea. Well, Courage is the Greek and biblical race now. <laughs> I didn't prepare for that. But I, I think courage is acting or moving even when despite your fears, even despite yeah. being afraid, 
I think of times where I've been nervous or sort of scared to do something and yet I still acted out on it. I still walked through it. I still remember and embarrass my, my wife on this. I still remember the first time I asked Mia out and I was so nervous to ask for her number. I remember my voice shaking. Like I was in the sanctuary. It was after service, or not service. It was after worship practice or something. I was like, can I get your number, please? <laughs> and I even remember like calling her to ask her out on a date. I was just like so scared. <laughs> It's one of those like you in retrospect you think back like wow why was I so afraid of but it's it's that courage it takes to you know almost be rejected in that way and now totally we are here <laughs> Mary Mary <laughs> love it so what what how about for you what does that courage look like or how do you see it in scripture yeah. and whatnot? I love that example of um, working yourself up to get someone's number, right? And I look at you guys and Mary, because I think it's a, in spite of my fear, what I'm feeling right now, um, what is, what should I do? Yeah. And to take it off the example, more to the specific idea is, you know, what is the right thing to do? To be courageous is in spite of my circumstance, how do I need to, to lead? And I think in leadership, I think in parenting, I think in, um, just your own personal life will have a lot of different feelings, but what's the right thing for me to do? So it's almost like being strong and courageous is being uh, willing to not give into moments of weakness, but instead to step forward into what we know is right, right? To walk righteously with what God is doing. So there's so many examples of courage um, with the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. You hear these stories of what's happening in Ukraine. You see the military side of it. It's rewarded in different ways with um, medals of honor and things like mm. that. We don't always give out medals uh, for people who act courageously just in everyday life. But mm. this is the person who, when faced with their addiction, says no to it and walks away from it for mm. good. Yeah, This is the person where they choose to be happily married rather than giving in to outside attention. Yeah, mm. um, This is the person who uh, does the right thing in face of the danger um, that faces them and not just through temptation, but even through outward threat or even through perceived danger. Uh, even though you know your coworkers are going to ridicule you, you choose the right thing to do. Yeah? That takes courage to stand up for what you truly believe without alienating and mocking or jeering the side that you don't agree with, right? Because that's very commonplace in today's culture too. I think it's too easy to um, make fun of the opposite perspective of ours. And it, maybe it takes more courage to not actually hold their tongue I'll still stick to our guns and what we actually believe. Yeah, I totally feel you on that, where there's times where we need to sort of almost put aside those things and live righteously with what God has asked and laid out for us. And that takes courage because it will yeah. be countercultural to what the world is saying or wanting us to do, or our peers, our friends, even our family. And Jesus's way can be countercultural. It can be against the grain in a lot of senses, and yeah. it will be uncomfortable. The temptation is to kind of just slip in with everyone else and me being Asian, not wanting to be the nail that sticks out. Uh, but there's, there's so many examples of that in the Bible. And I think the, 
thing that Joshua is really known for in that sense is having that courage to take the Israelites into this brand new season, brand new land, and lead as uh, the successor to Moses. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think as the Joshua does, is he steps out strong and courageous because you have to lead people. You've never been here before. And I think that's where a lot of us find ourselves now. So as we finish up, I just want to encourage our listeners and viewers, if you find yourself in a season of transition, uh, strengthen yourself in the Lord. Remember that strength and courage doesn't have to come from you. God wants to freely give it to you. And a lot of it starts in your time with him. So maybe may, may this be an encouragement to you, maybe a, a kick in the pants to, hey, get going, get into your Bible. Like there's ways to do this with people. You're not alone. And the best part, Cam, is that God promises, I'll be with you. Um, I'll never leave you. Don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. A quick um, story I told on Sunday was, if I ask my son to walk down a dark hallway to go grab something out of our bedroom in the back, he'll probably be really afraid because he's really young still. And if I still tell him, hey, be strong and courageous, go, be strong, come on, go. It might not do much to help him, but if I, if I go with him and I hold his hand, he'll be much braver to step into something that's not comfortable for him. And I think for us, if we remember that our Heavenly Father holds our hand, and God himself is walking with us, we're not out on a limb. If you're living in sin, if you're doing something that you know is not right, you might be walking away from the hand of your father. Will God ever leave you? No, but you can, you can walk away from him. So if that's you, then it's time to get right and come back to Jesus because the door for repentance is always open. And the question is, will we come back to God? Yeah. So as we finish up our time, I just want to encourage you guys. Hey, God is asking us to be strong and courageous, and we can totally do so because we've never been here before. And it definitely takes us being willing to step forward with strength and courage in a time like now. Amen, Pastor Brandon. Thank you so much for sharing that and encouraging everyone listening. Hey, we just want to just highlight some announcements. One of the big one being, we don't need to do a check-in or registration anymore. Yeah, that's right. That's exciting. That's Super exciting. So yeah. please just show up on Sunday. We don't yep. take, we're not going to take a attendance registration role as we usually done online. You'll notice on our Metro Minute, if you click the form, it'll take you to a page saying, hey, you don't need to sign up. We just want to invite you all to come and be a part of service and just see what's happening here at Metro. We also started a new live stream, yeah, Brandon? Yep. So if you can't be there with us in person, uh, join us. You'll see exactly what people see during live service, during the 8 and 10. And then if you still want to just cut just for the service, just watch the video later. It'll be edited for you shortly on there. But we just have so many things going on in our church, lots of changes, a lot of transition, but we are moving forward together and we are excited for this time and season. Thank you so much for your time, Pastor Brandon. Thank you for oh, Super fun, Cam. Yeah, good hanging out with you. Thanks everybody for listening and watching. Take care, we'll see you on Sunday. God bless everybody. Bless. I'm going back into my cave. Ha, 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 ha.